Today's episode is brought to you by Products by Lizzie. If you have sensitive skin, dry skin, or just like stuff that smells really, really good, you gotta check out Products by Lizzie. My daughter has really, really bad eczema, and right now our life is like that Lady Gaga meme. Like, you know, the one where she's like, club, another club, no sleep. Our life is like, pool, another pool, splash pad, another pool, no sleep. And it has really, uh, really taken a toll on my daughter's skin. But the soap and the lotion that we have gotten from Products by Lizzie has really, really helped. We are so excited. She has everything that you could want for your skin from bar soap, body wash, essential oil, and the yummiest smelling shea butter cream that I've ever smelled. We got the vanilla cheesecake one. It is heaven. And lately, I've been trying to make an effort in my life to buy from small businesses, to support Black-owned businesses, and I'm so happy to give Products by Lizzie my business, and I couldn't be more thrilled from what we've tried so far. If you would like to try them for yourself, go to ProductsByLizzie.com and use my code WANNACHAT for 10% off. Again, that's promo code WANNACHAT for 10% off. And seriously, I'm telling you, buy the vanilla cheesecake shea butter. You'll thank me later. All right, now on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and I am so excited because Meredith Tuttle is here from Bloody Buddy Cup, one of my favorite people in the entire universe, on the planet, wherever. She's so funny, and together we talked about our favorite pop culture celebrity conspiracies and cover-ups, you know, throughout history. We talked about some that you probably already know about, you know, like Charles not really being Harry's father, etc. And then we probably brought some up that you didn't already know about, so stay tuned for those. We also talked about this new phenomenon where celebrities aren't bathing and they're telling the world about it. So we talked about, you know, why we think that's happening. We talked about the recent Nicki Minaj news. We talked about the Bachelorette finale. And of course, you know, just some good influencer stuff sprinkled in there. So stay tuned. It should be a good one. Hello, everybody. Okay, I'm so excited because Meredith Tuttle is here from Bloody Buddy Cup. She's smiling. I turned my camera off on Zoom, <laughs> but Meredith decided to keep hers on. So I'm staring at Do her. Do I even know how to? I, I mean, no, you no. can keep it on. I'm just saying Oh, is that. it just stop video? I'm not doing it. I like to see myself. <laughs> yeah. I'll, maybe I'll like get to the point where I'm secure enough to like stare at myself while I record this, but it was very cute to watch you kind of smile as I was introducing you. But I'm here with Meredith Tuttle from Bloody <laughs> Buddy. And from my Marco Polo and from my life, she watched yeah, me birth daughter. Yeah, real We're friends. She watched me birth my first child. She did amazing. And I, I did amazing. I was so good at giving a very highly medicated, <laughs> medicated. You got medicated. your baby here. That's what counts. She's here. She's awesome. She's freaking in school now. What the heck? I know. Today was her first day of school. I don't like it. But also I do like it. I just don't like it yeah. because <laughs> she's such a big help. Like she knows oh, how to yeah. do my kids' car seats for me. Oh. And then after I dropped her off and then we went somewhere, I was like, oh, oh crap. <laughs> I, I need a homeschooler. This. I need a <laughs> Anyway, that's not what today is about, but I wish it was because I could rant about that for a while. But <laughs> Meredith is here. She's one of my best friends in this world. I'm very excited that she's willing to do this. Meredith, are you a pop culture person? <laughs> you know this, Mary. Here's the thing. She's like, I'm so excited. I'm like, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Mary is my link to the world. I'm always like, oh my gosh, can you believe this? And she's like, not only have I heard about that, here's 50 more facts. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know anything. We'll see how this goes. I'm excited to try. I really um, give you every opportunity to use your 2.5 fast forward feature on Marco Polo <laughs> when I'm like, oh yeah, Meredith, not only this, but this happened too. And then I just talked for like this. four minutes about Alexander Skarsgård or some kind of 
Something. Oh, forgot about that face. I know. Not I think face, but I didn't. I didn't put that one on our list for celebrity conspiracies today, but I'll probably have to just enter it in because it. it's my own conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. And I think I mentioned it every podcast anyway, so it must be addressed. <laughs> but Meredith is here today, and it's kind of been a slow news week in the celebrity. As far as celebrities go, yeah. Gossip world. Because the and actual then, news is, it's going. But Yeah, there, there's real <laughs> things happening in the world, but somehow like Ben and Jen aren't like yachting anymore. Neither are Harry and Olivia. Harry Styles has that weird mustache now, but that's uh, not really something we can talk about. I was like, how do we feel about that? I, we don't need to talk about it, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's a, it's a mustache. Looks a lot like Jason's today because his mustache. We could, <laughs> we could draw those parallels. Are you watching Ted Lasso yet? No. Oh, it's so good. But yeah. I, I mean, I should. I just asked on the. Um, yeah, on I should have put that page, one down. And a lot of people said Ted Lasso. I, I think- feel like you do have to pay attention though because this season specifically, we cannot understand anything anyone's saying. So we're doing like subtitles, which we don't generally do. But I don't know if the accents are thicker or we just got dumber, but we can't understand anything. So you have to like watch. It's probably a you got dumber situation. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, on my Instagram page for the podcast, I asked if anybody had any suggestions for like shows that you could kind of passively watch because I work a lot. Meredith also works a lot and I want to uh, watch things, but like I can't. I just tried to watch Loki and it had so much plot. Oh, in it. there's so much going on. Yeah. And where I was like, even when I was giving it my full attention, it just, it made my brain hurt. So I need, oh, a, yeah. I need an easy show. And a lot of people said Ted Lasso. So maybe it's so perhaps, cool. perhaps, um, but real quick, before we talk about celebrity conspiracies, which is, I think I started to introduce this tough topic and then I started ranting. I'm a great podcast host. This is what happens when we talk though. It's like, what yeah. do you start talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> Um, but today we're going to be talking about our favorite pop culture conspiracies. So I'm not talking about like true crime or like anything that has anything to do with like real things that have happened in the world. Yeah. But every now and again, a celebrity does something puzzling or there's a cover up or something. And kind of what jogged this line of thinking, one, my friend Caitlin suggested this as like a conversation topic. And I was like, yes, please. But also... Earlier this week, I don't know if anybody caught it, but the singer Jesse J, who sings like Bang Bang and Domino, oh, yeah. and yeah. I think she's mainly famous now just for being on a bunch of TikTok memes, like just because she does a lot of ridiculous things or like Saint Hoax, that great oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Instagram That's account. like my favorite one. Yeah. Yes. They'll take Jesse J videos. Oh, saying, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, so now she's just kind of like a meme queen. But she said in an interview, she was like, when we made Bang Bang, we made the song. Somehow Nicki Minaj heard it and said that she wanted to be on the song. And then Nicki Minaj did this huge like backlash where she was like, how dare you? I did not say that. You think people are coming to me and like songs are coming across my desk? No, people come to me, pay me $50,000 and say, will you sing for 20 seconds? And then I, then I come up with a couple bars. Like, that's why I do Jesse J. Like, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> Keep my name out of your mouth. Like she went very, very vicious yeah. very quickly. And then yeah. there's an added layer too, where I guess Ariana Grande, like publicly has hated the song too, where she's like, yeah, I didn't ever want to do that. I never want to sing that song ever again. <laughs> Someone please tell my, my team that I never want to sing the song again. Like, it's not like. It's not I'm a not, terrible song. It's I'm fine. Not saying it's, it's not like Bohemian Rhapsody or like. Hey, no, Jesus, it's not a masterpiece, not. but it's a banger enough. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's it's fine. It's bang bang 
banger. Uh-huh. <laughs> there uh-huh. you go. But so all this news came out and then like Jesse J has to apologize and people are making memes and all this stuff. But this happens to also be the week where Nicki Minaj's husband got arrested for not registering as a sex offender oh. when he was supposed to. Oh, so, that's, that's big. <laughs> yeah. So, but we didn't talk about that, but we did talk about this big public thing that she was able to make as like a cover up. So a lot of times- Oh, okay. I'm connecting it. <laughs> that makes sense. So like, it's kind of like, oh, look over here. Well, yeah, yeah, over yeah. here. A diversion. Blow it up and it's stupid. Got it. Yes. So a lot of times. Maybe Nick Cannon of, should try that. I think Nick Cannon is loving every second. I just saw the thing you posted. Now. It was so, he's like, I'm not, you know, going out of my way to see why I can get pregnant next. And we're like, good job. <laughs> Bare <That's> minimum. <laughs> I think that Cannon is loving every second of the attention he's getting for fathering oh, yeah. dozens of children many? every yeah. year. Um, but Nicki Minaj was definitely trying to like create a diversion. There's sense. some kind of conspiracy going on. This whole so, time I'm like, why is she freaking out over something so minor? Okay. Okay. It's because she doesn't want people to yeah, think about major. the fact that her husband is a registered sex offender or not registered. He didn't register well, when he was supposed to just at, a sex offender. in his new, his new area. It's different. Um, I have not looked into the story that deeply to like, I don't know what his yeah. offense was, but not, not good. Yeah. Couldn't not be good. good. Not um, but anyway, but real quick, before we get started, there's been some troubling news this week. <sighs> For some reason we decided as a society that we needed to start caring about how often people bathe their children and them. And here's the deal. Do I care if kids get bathed weekly or, yeah. or more? Or I like taking care be, of. I, yes, I want everyone yeah, yeah, to yeah. be hygienic. Yeah. But, but it started on. It started with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Is that where it started? Okay, that's what I was curious about. That's the one I saw that broke off into all this other crap. Yeah, so they started okay. off by saying... Theirs was weird, let's be honest. Yeah, theirs was like a little kind of further out there where it was like, we just hosed them off. Well, or they're like, like, if you don't see dirt, you know, what's the point? That's Yeah, and like when they lot. stink, we bathe them. Yeah. Which is maybe like a step further than I take it. Like, yeah, we both have three kids. It's a lot to get them all. My kids hate bathing. So it's a big fight every time. And then they do it and they're like, that was great. But anyway, I think like any frequent baths that we, that I give them are more for like entertainment purposes. Cause I could like put them in the bath and then they play for a little bit. Yeah. And it's fun for them. And also, like, we kind of live in the pool right now, pool slash pad, whatever. So, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe we, okay, here I am, like, no one cares, but here's how much I bathe my I know. So, let's Um, break it down. (laughs) Yeah, let's break it down. So, then Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard love a good headline, love to attach themselves to any good headline. And they also had to tell everybody about how often they bathe their children and then bathe themselves. What did they say? I'm curious now. Same thing where it was just like, yeah, finally someone says it. Like, okay. we only bathe our kids when they stink. We only bathe when we stink. But again, <laughs> fine, but why do we have to talk about it? And then Let's Jake Gyllenhaal somehow gets yeah. pulled into the mix. Ironically, on the day where Taylor Swift announces that there's a 10 minute all too well. well. It's all coming full circle. Okay. Okay. So there's a 10 minute all too well. And she like released, released something with the scarf, like all her merch for the new red release is all going to be like the scarves and stuff. But she announced the 10 minute all too well in the track list for red. And 
Jake Gyllenhaal this happened to just decide, <laughs> you know what, what guys? Today's, today's the day that I'm going to let everybody know. I need that to be real, raw and authentic I'm, right I'm, now. I'm going to be authentic and uh, really vulnerable with my fans. I don't bathe all the time. <laughs> Look over here, not over there at the 10 minute all too well. So, you know, I get that people are shocked by that, but I'm always shocked when people go, I shower twice a day. That's crazy to me. Well, so I mean, then that's what The Rock said. So then, oh, oh, there we go. So then the story continues where somebody tweeted more like, they said, me and my friends have been talking about the celebrities that we think do bathe every day and don't bathe every day. Where I'm like, great, <laughs> great. <laughs> this is great content as evidenced by as the fact we, I'm putting on my podcast. Yeah, we keep but, going. <laughs> but The Rock was tagged and it was like, The Rock definitely um, showers every day. So then the rock comes in and he's like, of course I shower every day. I shower three times a day. I wake up at five. I sleep I in my shower. Up, I wake oh up at gosh. 5 a.m. and then I bathe and then I work out and then I have out? to bathe again. Okay. Yeah. And then he's like, then at night I have to take another shower. And because I work 12 hour days, like it seems like people were trying to be like quirky parents at first. And now it's yeah. being turned into like, look at how hard I work. I work for 12 hours a day. I think there's extremes either way where there's people who are like, I haven't showered since I had a baby because it's impossible as a mother. And I'm like, that's not true. Come on. We make time for things that matter to us. It is hard to have babies. I'm not going to downplay any of that, but it is <laughs> no, no, not for us, but you know, other people, uh, JK, but, uh, this like multiple time a day thing. I don't get that. My thing is like, it's kind of a waste of time and water at a certain point. And so like, you just figure out what works for you and literally no one really cares that much. Yes. So I'm just. Like my reason for reporting this news is not to report the news, but just to report how effing stupid it is. But also that it could be a diversion. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because it's, oh, 10 minutes all too well. And he has a press day, but let's talk about him showering. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Worst I really wonder, bad, I like, obviously any Taylor Swift question is off limits for Jake Gyllenhaal. Nobody's allowed to ask him anything about that. Yeah. But like, I wonder if it's more of an unspoken rule at this point. Or is it like, like when he did his Wired autocomplete interview, same thing is with it like recent the, or is it old? Uh, it's like a year old or so. Oh, okay. Okay. But okay, I don't think I've seen that one, but I probably have. Um, I think he did it with Ryan Reynolds. Oh but yeah. He okay. did it. And you know that all of the autocomplete interview things are fake because it would be like Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor oh, yeah. Swift. That would be like oh, yeah. the first five entries. Yeah. Same with when Tom Cruise did it. We'll get to him in a minute. But when Tom Cruise did his Wired autocomplete interview, the whole thing had like, it was like, does Tom Cruise wear contacts? And it's like, no, everybody wants to know, like, does he have dead people in his closet? (laughs) Also, his height would be like number one. Like, yeah, I I don't know. Or like his like uh, asymmetrical face. Yeah, it's not going to be like, what are you doing now? No one is Googling that. I don't think. I don't think so. That's always one of the questions. And they always go, oh, this interview, of course. I'm like, come on. Oh, I'm doing press. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we have a couple of celebrity conspiracies to address here. Number one is one of my favorites. It's me and Meredith's favorite. (laughs) We've talked about it at length and now we're going to talk about it on here. Yeah. There is a conspiracy as old as time about... Leah Michelle. Well, Leah Michelle. So funny. I'm sorry. Ra- AKA Rachel Berry from yes, Glee. Three. Yeah. This is going to sound outlandish, but the evidence stacked against her 
It's true. Is compelling. There's a conspiracy the evidence out is there. Compelling. I'm not saying it's true, but yeah, here yes. we go. There's a conspiracy. Um, it was from a podcast that they've now like deleted it. They've deleted the oh. video. They've deleted the thing. So I wonder if they've been cease and desisted. <laughs> Will we oh, be gosh. cease and desisted? Deceased? I don't Hopefully. know. Hopefully. Um, All publicity. But so there's a conspiracy that Leah Michelle, Rachel Berry from Glee cannot read. It sounds insane. But when yeah. you dive into the evidence, they laid out like the whole timeline of her life. So the first thing is, so she's been a child star like since she could talk. So she's been on Broadway since she was little. Oh, yeah, that's right. They've put her on stage, whatever. And there's like video of her talking about how she learns lines and she learned it by memorizing when people would read to her. She wasn't like ever reading yeah. her lines. And as a kid, you're like, that makes sense. Yes, that you're makes little. sense. Yeah. But then as the years go on, <laughs> I'll post a link later in my story notes or not a link, but I'll do something for the story notes tomorrow on the um, Instagram story on the Instagram story um, to show you guys some of the evidence, but there's evidence of her not being able to read as a child. And even as like a seven-year-old, there's like a director or somebody that walks up to her and like reads her like a page off of a script. I mean, seven, that's, that's still young. Little. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you could have trouble reading whatever, but then oh, just the evidence is just stacked and stacked and stacked and stacked. There's like these times where she's supposed to be writing on a wall, but she can't. Or like, like her assistant is kind of like holding a pen in the background. Um, and then it goes into like her emoji usage. So on her Instagram. Oh, right. Yes. All of the captions. Captions, yeah. That are like promotions for things had like real words in them. But then the, ca- the captions that you think that like she would just be posting were only emojis. So if it was like her at the beach, just emojis. Yeah. Her at a restaurant, just emojis. Her <clears throat> and her best friend, it would be like tag account, just emojis. And I mean, of course she can read. Of course she could read. <laughs> she went to NYU. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, maybe this is ignorant of me to say, can't imagine a, any kind of businesswoman not being able to read. And what, what prompted this was there was like Naya Rivera, who was her co-star in Glee, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. She had a couple lines in her book that made them think that, haha, she's kind of making Leah Michelle sound illiterate right now. Then that's what send these podcasts, sent these podcast hosts like on this wild goose chase. Oh, okay. So that's what started it. And then just the evidence. No, no. But I, that is where I um, got the schmerd schmellish mode from, you know, whenever I talk oh. about bird, bird a la mode. Yeah. In Naya Rivera's book, she called Ariana Grande schmer schmana schmande. <laughs> so that is where I got schmerd schmellish mode from. Okay. Okay. It's not an original thought. I'm sure others have done it, but it's an ode to um, Naya Rivera, Naya. rest in peace. Yes. Every time I do it. And to Bird herself, you know. Um, but anyway... If you want to believe it for yourself, see the evidence. Just Google, can Leah Michelle read? Yeah, like I Googled it to refresh myself and there's so much and I'm easily persuaded. So I was like, I don't know if she can. <laughs> like I'm looking at this stuff. It's, there's lots of evidence. Really, the evidence is damning. That's yeah. the thing. Like it sounds- but I mean, that's the internet. Like, yeah. Really, and the people that compiled this, yeah, they were thorough. Like they had like a 40 minute PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
I mean, obviously she can read, but like she went on Watch What Happens Live. And it's funny because she didn't actually deny it. She was like, I don't no, know what to didn't. say. I went to NYU. And like, just kind of like- you send me the clip where she like, look, guys, watch me read. And it was like not, it was like memorized. Like she didn't really read. I can't I even remember. remember that. I remember there was like a piece of evidence where, because she's written a book, like ghost written a book. Yeah. Which you can do by dictating. So that's yeah. different. And there was like a point where she was doing a reading from it. And like the words that she was saying didn't match up with the book. Like that was like another thing. Ooh. Like, like she was like telling the story from the book, but it was not as it was written. Yeah. And it was like a reading that she was doing at like a borders or something. Yeah. So Maybe that's what you sent me. I can't remember. Yeah. So, I mean, who, who knows? Who knows? Ryan Murphy probably knows. Yeah. Um, any of her, uh, I don't think any of her Glee co-stars like her. Glee is a cursed show. That's a conspiracy in itself. It's had- oh, There's so much with that one. You could talk it's about had all the different aspects. Three deaths. Yeah, the deaths. The Mark Sailing death, which he sounds pretty crummy, but also I think he was definitely murdered. I don't know if any, this wasn't on our list today, <laughs> but with Mark Sailing, and maybe this is a little dark to like talk about these horrible topics on here, but Mark Sailing, who played Puck on mm-hmm. Glee- Died a few years ago, died by yeah. suicide a few years ago, allegedly. But it was after he had all this evidence had come out against him that he was involved in the distribution and like possession of child pornography. Yes. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And he was in jail for a little bit, posted bail, went back in jail. And then when it came time like to actually be sentenced, he struck some kind of plea deal. And the records were sealed to some extent, but he was supposed to, part of his plea deal was to collaborate with law enforcement to try to get some of this, some other people involved in the pornography distribution, make them go down, you know, get them arrested. Yeah, get them in trouble too. And then he happens to be found at the bottom of a river. Yikes. Horrible stuff. And it, at first appears that he died by suicide, but when you look at the coroner's report, it shows struggle. It shows that he like had like some fight in him. The, some of the things on his like neck were not, um, mm. what's it called? Where, what, like what's the word? Inflicted? Not, not cohesive, not a uh, concurrent. No, they didn't it match did, up. Yeah. didn't look like it was a self-inflicted type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that Naya Rivera, who knows what happened to her. I mean, like we know, but also like that sounds sketchy. I mean, hers was very sketchy, also involving water, right? Like, yeah, very weird with her kid on the boat. Yeah, that was a very weird one. Yeah. And then, of course, like Corey Monteith, how horrible. Yes. Everything about Matthew Morrison. Just it, a cursed, it's a cursed show, a cursed show, a conspiracy in and of itself. And it's funny because like the guy that played Artie, the boy in the wheelchair and uh jenna i forget her name but she played gina i think um on the show they're so funny because they just like do all these podcasts and they have like a podcast themselves and they're all just like yeah crazy stuff happening to everybody (laughs) ugly not us though not that's some some pretty crazy stuff (laughs) um anyway next we have tom cruise and the marriage arraignment arrangement with katie Holmes. see i really don't know anything about this and i didn't google maybe when you say it i'll be like oh yeah but we'll see so i did have the link up to get the details 
So it's just going to take me a second. Meredith, carry the show just for one moment, please. Okay. Well, are you, <laughs> are you, are you happy, them, are you happy them having you do this right now? <laughs> I talk about like bloody vaginas all day. So I'm like, hmm, what, what do the people want to hear? Um, if you are interested in menstrual cups, head over to Bloody Bunny Cup. You can use my code InstaBuddy, 10% off. It's a great time. That's great. Great stuff. Okay. So you got it. Okay. Yes. Thank there you. We go. I even got it like 30 seconds ago, but <laughs> uh, shut me up next. Time. But I thought I'd let you rip for a little bit. Thank you. Okay. So back in 2004, this is after Tom Cruise had had a failed marriage with Nicole Kidman and they had two children and he okay. had a failed, um, a failed relationship with a uh, Selma Hayek. Penelope Cruz? Did he date? Yeah. Oh, Penelope Cruz, not Selma Hayek. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Penelope Cruz. That's that's unforgivable of me, especially Penelope as guy, right? Yeah. And I mean, Cruz and Cruz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like my quick side note. My mom is a Pearson and she married a Pearson. Spelled the same? Spelled the same. Oh, see, that's awesome. Maybe that's see. why I haven't legally changed my name. To my <laughs> I was going to say, you wouldn't years. even have to if you didn't have yeah. one. Anyway, but back in 2004, Scientology embarked on a top secret project headed by Shelley Miscavige, which is a big conspiracy. If you're into like real ones, she's the missing wife of the leader of Scientology. I listened to something about that the other day. Yikes. Wife of Scientology chief David Miscavige, which involved finding a girlfriend for Tom Cruise. According to several sources, the organization devised an elaborate auditioning process in which actresses who were already in Scientology, who were already Scientology members were called in told they were auditioning for a new training film and then asked a series, a series of curious questions, including, what do you think of Tom Cruise? Um, I want to know what they all said. Yeah. And then, like, the story goes on. There was a different actress. Her name was... Okay. Bear with me here. Naz... Nazian... Mm. Boniati, she is, she's an Iranian-born, London-raised actress and Scientologist, and she was first selected to date Tom Cruise um, starting in November 2004 to January 2005. So it was very short, but that was the okay. first one that they did. Oh, but in they a month- did date. Yes. In okay. a month-long preparation uh, in October of 2004, she was audited every day, like Scientology audited all day long from the moment she woke up to when she went to bed. So that's when they like take all of the details from their life. So they like hook them up to this machine and they ask them all like all these probing questions Mm -hmm. and they measure their some things. But she had to like reveal all of her secrets and she didn't even know what she was auditioning for at this point. Like she thought it was still for Scientology film. They would ask her about Tom Cruise sometimes, but this whole month of October leading up to November when she would meet him, she didn't know what she was doing. And then they um, took her braces off. This is like fact or this is the conspiracy? This is fact. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is fact leading up to the conspiracy. Oh, okay. So they took her braces off. They, um, they did her hair. She had to dump her boyfriend. Um, and according to a knowledgeable source, she was shown confidential auditing files for her boyfriend to expedite the breakup. So they had oh. all this dirt on her boyfriend. And then they said like, you really should break up with your boyfriend. Look at all the dirt we have on him. Like, was he a Scientologist too? Yeah. So she was, so they oh. were only auditioning first real Scientologists. Yeah. Oh, cause yeah. Katie Holmes. Is, but it didn't yeah. work out. So, um, 
she signed a confidentiality agreement and was told that if she messed up in any way, she would be declared a suppressive person, mm-hmm. meaning like she's out of Scientology. No Scientologist can ever talk to her ever again. Yeah. It's like a Surrey Cruz. Surrey Cruz is now like a suppressive person. So that's why Tom Cruise can't talk to his own daughter. Um, but in November of 2004, she was flown to New York where she met Tom Cruise. And she first, that's when she first sensed that this was possibly going to be an arranged marriage. Um, from their first date, they went to Nobu uh, with an entourage of Scientology aides. They went to the ice skating rink at Rockefeller Center, which was closed down to the public just for them. Um, they went to Trump Tower, which is questionable. Um, <laughs> and then they had to spend three nights together. It was very weird, but they dated for a little bit and then it just didn't work out. They thought that she wasn't as devoted to Scientology as she should be. So they made it break up. So then they bring in actresses outside of Scientology. And this is a conspiracy part because there's no real like documentation and no one's really confirmed it. Like Katie Holmes isn't coming out and being like, yeah, it was all a sham. Yeah. There's a lot of reputable sources saying that Scarlett Johansson auditioned and Scarlett Johansson is like, that's so demeaning. I hate that anybody would ever say that I would do that. But the thing is, these women didn't know that they were going in for an audition to be Tom yeah. Cruise's wife. It's not like saying that she did it makes it look like she did it knowing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then there were a few other actresses as well. I'll post this. I'll post a link. I think Alicia Vikander, she was one of them. I don't know if that's how you say her last name. She was in like know. the Tomb Raider movies. Oh, um, yeah. And there was just like all this uh, Paris Hilton's cousin, I think, was um, the one that ended up being like really good friends with Britney Spears. She was also like interviewed for it. And I think she's one of the ones that like spoke out. But the conspiracy is, is that they were auditioning women, didn't know that they were actually auditioning to be Tom Cruise's wife. And then they kind of all like got in like too deep. And then as we know, Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise divorced in 2012. And when did they get married? Shoot. If this all started in 04, they didn't get see. married in like, I can't But that's long. That's a long time. Let me see. And the thing, they got married in 2006, divorced in 2012. And the thing is with Katie Holmes, her contract that she signed with Scientology says that she cannot date anybody else publicly she dated jamie fox for so long and they had to keep it super super like secret s- since then like yeah like she has it? not been able to come out with a boyfriend with anybody she can't be um she allegedly can't get married but like who knows what they have or like how that could even be like legally binding you know yeah but the thing well, with scientology is like they have information on everybody so even if it's not legally binding people like ruin your life yeah people out of the church still tend to do whatever plus the contracts they sign are for like ever 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 usually yeah they're like one billion year contracts or something yeah but there are like legal things there are legal things where and i don't know if it's a money thing or what but she cannot publicly date anybody else ever again 2012 why did they let them get divorced is that on him? So Katie Holmes wasn't into Scientology anymore and didn't oh. want didn't want Surrey to be. A but they let her out of it, like. So she kind of like escaped. I think she was like so high profile, and then that's kind of part of the conspiracy too. People look at Katie Holmes's public life at that point, yeah, and they think that there's this period in 2011 where she became um, more like popular, like promoting stuff, even though she wasn't really working. But like yeah. she was doing press and people think that that was kind of her way of like raising a higher profile for herself. 
But then also, I don't know if I buy that one because how? Like, how does she get away from her handlers? How does she devise these plans? Like, I'm sure any publicist or whatever that was working for her were working for. Yeah, it's all connected, right? But I think that the second that they say that, that she says that, like, I don't want to be in Scientology anymore. Like, I don't believe in this and my daughter doesn't believe in this anymore. I mean, like, the daughter was young, but, like, I don't want my daughter to be in this. Immediately yeah. labeled as a suppressive person. And then they don't want Tom Cruise anywhere around. I was going to say, she's got to be suppressive if the daughter yeah. is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think Sorry. that they immediately remove her from Tom Cruise at that point. Man, she's like, I should have said that years ago. I know. Or maybe right? not. Maybe she really liked him. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she really liked the guy. I'm sure that <laughs> I'm they- in love with this woman. <laughs> same. Same, Tom. <laughs> same. I, I, anyway, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes and the marriage arrangement. All of these could have like 50 million more, like, go that way in this way like there's so many weird yes and you could find any deep dive on any of these yeah these these are all just like teasers and then just go find a deep dive interesting Hmm. um a fun quick one that i'll throw in is the taylor swift karma album which i'm sure meredith will really care about because oh i know all about it i know everything you do mary will explain i don't know anything about taylor swift (laughs) meredith is best friends well i'm not I'm, I'm going to call you my best friend, but like, you don't have to say it about me, but Meredith is close friends. You know what? I saw this post the other day. It was like, stop asking me who my best friend is. I've grown out of that. I have friends, you know, it's like friends that are best in different things. And that's how I feel now. You know, you're my best friend. Everyone's my best friend. But the thing is too, I definitely say that at least 15 people are my best friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I think it's just kind of more of like a tier rather than a position totally my friend, my friend larkin said that once like there's yeah, things yeah, yeah. that i would say to my friends and the things that i would say to my best friends and like my best friends there's at least 15 of them and even like my best friend whatever what i'm talking about i might not necessarily talk about certain things with them like it just i don't know yeah whatever anyway brandolin i'm talking about brandolin <laughs> meredith is bre- best friend tiered with two swifties me and brandolin who you guys all heard on the folklore podcast so the fact that you haven't heard this one yet is shocking. <laughs> Let me take you back to a time. Okay. In 2016. Oh, wow. Taylor Swift for years has always operated on a two-year release schedule. She releases an album. She tours the album for a year and a half. She stops touring. She releases a new one. I don't know how she can keep it that up. I mean, obviously yeah. it's been a little and, different and she lately. Kept but... that, she kept that um, up from Fearless to 1989. Yeah, like just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So That's 1989 impressive. came out in the fall of 2014. Mm-hmm. And then world domination. She's bigger than ever. She has her 1989 world tour. And then the world tour ends in around January of 2016. And then she is dating Calvin Harris and she's like jet setting around with him. She has her like crazy summer with Tom Hiddleston. And then she meets Joe and all this stuff. So there's a couple breakups in there and everybody was very prepared for the album that she would be releasing in fall of 2016, which also oh, kind yeah. of a weird time in the world for many reasons. But fall of 2016, that's when we were all anticipating the new Taylor Swift album. And of course she would have so much material and she had started to rebrand herself, which she does for every album. So she had like bleached her hair mm-hmm. and like cut it really short. That's when she was like really involved with Vogue and she was like the Met Gala host. Mm-hmm. Very straight um, hair. Yeah. And dating people and blah, blah, blah. But then 
late July of 2016, the Kanye phone call happens. Mm, Everybody okay. hates Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has to go into hiding. People are very mad at her. Okay. I do know, I did watch Miss Americana so that I could support my Taylor Swift loving friends. So I do know a little bit. Thank you. Yes. So nobody <laughs> physically saw her for a year, which you know. And so in this year, we were all waiting for a November album. We didn't get it. She went away. She was hiding. We didn't hear or see her. And then she comes back a year later. So now it's been three years since 1989 was released. So she's off by a year as far as albums go. Yeah. And then she announces that she's going to be releasing Reputation, which was not a good album. Which is funny. Just the other day, someone said, that's my favorite one. And I was like, I feel like that's the one everyone doesn't like. But maybe. I think nobody take offense to this. I think it's the album that people say that they love when they, they want to be really quirky. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Cause the person but also, I have heard people yeah. that say like, if Tell they me saw some of the live, songs from it, see, like you wouldn't even know the songs from it. Didn't have any good singles. Is this not what, the snake one? Like, that is a snake one. So okay, it had like, yeah, look yeah. what you made me do. Okay. Yeah. I did song. something bad. It had delicate, which was a good one. So look what car. you made me do is probably the one that I know Then my daughter yeah. likes to dance that one. Okay. So she did That's end up, where she wore like the hooded black thing. Yeah. So it was very okay. dark and it was this, all about like, Different, I hate yeah. Kanye West. I hate my reputation. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, got it. Got yeah. it. Reputation. So in between that time, the, the theory is, is that there was an album there and waiting. And Where is it then? People think that's called karma because yeah. throughout the years, she has thrown up the word karma on like many that would be like, a great name. Yeah, many like different times. And so we think that there's just this hidden album about Tom Hiddleston and Calvin Harris and Finding Kanye. Joe and all that. Oh, no, no, yeah. Before. Yeah, and it was all written before the Kanye. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. But um, she like shifted gears. Yeah, she like shifted gears and then like rewrote the whole thing and did reputation. Yeah. And like in one piece of evidence is in the man interview uh-huh. or not interview in the man music video music video yeah there's a wall that has all of her album titles on it and then it says karma in the middle of it and then scooter braun is peeing on the word karma see that is a thing though yeah but then also i thought that there was a third album and then there wasn't and there was mountains but of there, evidence about that but maybe it's just hiding out i don't know i don't it know could it could be out. but karma i mean that's been a long time so if she didn't do it yet when would she do it yeah so I don't know. How would you feel if it was just like, boom, and here it is, the lost album. Well, the thing is, is Big Machine would own it. So you know how she's doing all of her Mm -hmm. re-records right now? I think that it will come out at the end of all the re-records. Would she get money for that then, or would she have to re-record it? Yeah, so she would have to re-record it. Just then it would be hers. Okay. Yeah. Because if they just dropped it, which they can't do, right? They could do it. They could do it if they want to. They own it. Yeah. And so people have thought that too before Scooter, Scooter Braun sold all the music to some other group. Oh, but people that. thought that he was going to retaliate and release Karma Just and people start releasing it. Yeah. People in the Facebook groups and all the Taylor Swift Facebook groups I'm in always were like, okay, if Karma drops tomorrow, are you going to listen to it? And it would always be like a big war, like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. if it's not never. hers. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nuts. Yeah. I would listen to it. I mean, <laughs> I, would I might, <laughs> there's some drama there. Yeah. I would definitely listen to it anyway. So that's a brief aside about Taylor Swift. Um, then we have Harry's real father. So on my Instagram page last night, 
I asked everybody, do you think that Harry, that Harry, Prince of Wales. Yeah, not Harry Potter. When I saw your text come in, I was like, Harry Potter? What? (laughs) What? (laughs) No, Mary doesn't I'm surprised you didn't think uh, Harry Styles. I I think a lot about Harry Potter, (laughs) not very much about other Harrys. So there you go. Anyway, so. real father. A lot of people think that Harry, Prince of Wales, Harry Mountbatten is not actually Prince Charles's son. Okay, just straight up, even if it's not this guy we're talking about, do you think that it is his real son? I could see it not being his real son, but I don't think it's a guy that everybody thinks it is. That's where I'm at. I don't think it's his, but I don't think it's this random. I mean, I think- But also there are pictures where Charles and Harry look a lot alike. I mean, I was gonna say, they're British, don't they all? Yeah, (laughs) and I'm like, hopefully- he just looks out like looks like Diana. Like best case scenario for yeah. him, he looks nothing like that troll. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's the hope for everybody, right? Yeah, and I mean, like William definitely looks like uh, his dad. Oh so, yeah, yeah, like without a doubt. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to read this. Uh, oh yeah, the summary, this retelling. But Prince Harry's paternity has long been a subject among royal gossip mongers who believe James Hewitt is Harry's biological father. In 1986, two years after Harry's birth, his mom, or his mother, Princess Diana, began a five-year affair with with Hewitt, her horse riding instructor. Which, why so does wait. this not disqualify him right off yeah, the bat? Two, two years, years after. after, but they always they, say that this is him. They think, and they just had like a little thing before, and then later they rekindled, or what? Yeah, like they, because there's all these stories about her fighting to keep this guy in the royal like employee. Um, employment oh, realm yeah, yeah, yeah. because he did work like some kind of security at one point yeah and people claim that he does that she like fought to keep him around and then he was like a horseback riding instructor but yeah. the dates the dates do not they don't line up add up but following no. the affair both parties confirmed their relationship in the mid-90s but hewitt has been unable to escape the paternity rumor on harry's 18th birthday harry told the sunday mayor there is no possibility that I'm Harry's father. I am absolute. I can absolutely assure you that I am not. Despite his own admission that they both have red hair and look alike. In yeah. March 2017, Hewitt again said, it's not me, probably worse for Harry than it is for me. Probably poor chap. <laughs> anyway. Do you think she would have told him if it was? Like Diana. How, how often know? did these people even talk to each other? That's why, like, when I watch <laughs> The Crown. Oh my gosh. No one ever talks in that show. They just yeah. wait for the phone to ring. I don't understand yeah. why that show like, is so popular. When they, sorry, controversial. When they had that whole episode about, like, the queen now is going to talk to all four of her children, and like, each of her kids are like, Oh, do you have an announcement? Like, why are, why are yeah, you? Yeah, they don't to talk. Me? And the I queen's mean, just like, busy. oh, no, no, like, I just want to know what, what's going on with you. <laughs> What? Nothing good. <laughs> all of them were like not doing well. Yeah. All That's of the only them. I watched. The fact that Charles is like not her worst son. Oh my gosh. Says, <laughs> says <laughs> a lot, a lot about what's uh, that, you know, it's maybe not the best environment to grow up in. No. Um, but anyway, really. as far as Harry goes, if someone told me if I die, and it wouldn't go to heaven. And I find out that he wasn't really the father. And would it matter? No. Like, I do think that they wouldn't have let him go so easily, but also he was always the queen's favorite. The queen has always had her favorite grandson. It's always been Harry. She hated Diana. Mm. And so I think that if he was a 
bastard son from Diana, he probably wouldn't be met with the same wedding budget as William was. I guess so. I mean, yeah, yeah it would change them. I don't know. I'm like, because so remember, she was outspoken about the fact that Harry had to have the same wedding budget as William. Do you or know like allegedly? What? Do you know what the number was? Ooh, I don't know. I'm sure. I mean, million, obviously. In the millions. Let me yeah, see. Which is so funny because you watch those weddings and you're like, so <laughs> it's a church with a couple of trees. I mean, 45 I know million. Oh 45 million. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Um, is that including the dress? Like I was about to say questions. for that dress. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh my goodness. Williams was 34. <sighs> so the favorite grandson. There you go. And they say they don't like Megan. Just kidding. We know that nothing we, about that was for Megan at all. Oh, no, no, no. Anyway. Anyway, I'm, there you go. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of sketchy things have happened in that family that we don't know about. But, but whatever. Quick one before we get into our last and final fun one. Um, one of my favorite tweets and lighthearted conspiracies is that Disney created the movie Frozen. Oh yeah. Okay. I have for SEO purposes, like for Google search purposes, because everybody always has this rumor that while Disney is like, I can never say this word, chirogenically. Yes. Yeah. Chirogenically frozen. We're just going to roll with it. Frozen underneath Disneyland and technology is preserving him. And they were sick of people Googling that or like having, they they didn't want that to pop up when you write in Disney frozen. So then they made this whole movie called frozen. You know what? If that was the purpose, they nailed it. And we need them on our SEO team because nobody will ever shut up about frozen ever, ever. So there you go. Never. I don't know how you feel about frozen. I'm so frozen out. I don't care about it. I didn't understand the sequel. I still much prefer frozen to like a lot of other stuff that my kids want to watch like if it's ever really like a choice between watching frozen and watching like despicable me or something i'll pick oh. frozen any day like because i don't sit and watch it with them yeah i'd rather have that in the background yeah at least the music just because yeah like the music is nice you know yeah yeah and quick side note i think my first like pandemic breakdown was when mm. disney released frozen on it makes me want to cry oh disney frozen 2 yeah, but they were Plus. they released That's Disney. When I watched it finally, yeah. yeah, I looked at my archives the other day and I was like, oh wow, that was well. Even like, um, what was that one they did? It was in theater, then they immediately put on Disney Plus about the two onward. Brothers. Yes, that was yeah. that was a big one. So like me. when whoa, it's not in theater. When they released Frozen Two yeah. on Disney Plus, way before they were supposed to, and they knew that they were going to lose out on so much money, I was like. Wow, this is so serious. Where even Disney is saying maybe <laughs> like we it need to raise kind morale. Of silly now, but it was really not. I was like, "Well, this is uh, going to be horrible for us all because Disney is showing some empathy, which they normally don't." Uh, <laughs> you can pay us. Yeah, yeah. true. I mean, Hamilton. I wonder if they're like, "Crap! Why did we not force people to get premium like, something special for Hamilton?" Because you know how many people watch that. Oh, would you have paid the thirty bucks to watch Hamilton? I don't think I would have. I would have just because I treated it like I was seeing it in theater. Like yeah, I would have watched went to the it theater. Was. Yeah, I, well, yeah, yeah. If it was in theater, but like I never got to see it in any capacity because my tickets got messed up. Remember, so I was like, I'm just gonna watch this at midnight. I like made a little ticket for me and my son. I got snacks out. I've only watched it that one time. I really treated it like an event, so I would have paid. But 
I don't know why they didn't make everybody. That's true. Pandemic behavior, creating tickets, getting the snacks. July 4th or whatever the day came out. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, that was like a big thing. True pandemic behavior. Anyway, the last one that we're going to talk about to carry us out here is. I'm curious which one it is. Oh, okay. Okay. I decided to nix the Avril Lavigne one because like we've all seen the memes about it and it's like not that interesting. And I don't think it's not true. They keep saying it. I'm like, yeah, it's not. To catch everybody up. There's a theory. I'm sure you've all heard that Avril Lavigne went missing or committed or died by suicide or something back in 2003. Then they replaced her with a lookalike. That's a pretty dang compelling lookalike if it is. So she's back and she's around. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, next one. Anyway, Louis Tomlinson's baby is fake. (laughs) If you thought that One Direction conspiracy theories died when the band went on hiatus, then you don't understand anything about One Direction conspiracy theories. Back in January 2016, Louis had a baby with a woman named Brianna Jugworth. News that she was expecting had come as a bit of a shock to fans in 2015. Tinfoil hats got to work as soon as reports of her pregnancy came out and started... And fans started speculating that Brianna's relationship with Louis was fake and that the baby, in quotes, was created by 1D management to quell Larry Stinson rumors, which is the rumor that Harry Styles and Louis were in a relationship for a long time. Oh, Larry (laughs) Stinson. I didn't want to get into that one, but also the the evidence is extremely compelling. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm I'm not in that business. I'm not in the business of that. Yeah. Outing, whatever. Yeah. If they but, are, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but that was like them trying to squash That's the funny. I don't even remember all. that. But I wasn't like, you know, obviously deep into one direction yeah. conspiracies. After Freddie's birth, baby truthers suggested that the baby was either <laughs> a doll or an infant belonging to a publicist for Wendy's label. The paparazzi photos of Louis and Brianna carrying the baby's car seat were staged, and most and most Instagrams of Freddie had been photoshopped in some way. Both Louis and Brianna have publicly expressed their disdain for this investigation, in quotes. Here's a deal. This baby is supposed to be five now then, huh? Yeah. And I haven't heard, and I don't follow Louis Thomas, Tomlinson. No. But the evidence against this baby is also damning. I mean, when you sent me, I remember this one, you would send me the things that I'm like, I don't understand. Like, is it a real baby? <laughs> like, yeah. Because, so- in all of the photos that we've seen of this baby and of the pregnancy, yeah, there's clear photoshopping going on, and that's mm-hmm. undeniable. Why they're photoshopping it, we don't know. But it's not like shadows photoshopping. Yeah, yeah, like photo shadows not don't like, match up. Um, face tuning, like these people look bad. Let's photoshop them. It's like different. It's clearly one picture composed onto a different picture. Drag that's, and drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are harsh Combining lines, and, and then the Amber filler up Clark of it all, which, by the way has been seemingly scrubbed from the internet. Whenever I try to find real pictures, I was able to find some, but I had to dig for a while. Mm-hmm. There was a picture that the baby mom, I shouldn't call her that, that Brianna Jugworth, she has a name. Well, the mother. Well, the mother. Well, nope, there's a baby. Yeah. So <laughs> the woman, the, yeah. The mother in question, <laughs> Brianna Jugworth. Alleged, yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that she posted of her in labor is a picture of oh, Amber Fenner yes, yes, yes. in labor. It's like her face. Yeah, yeah. It's just of her and like, it is. hand. It's yeah. of her hand over the belly. Oh, that's right. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the in face. the it's bed. Her, yeah. mm-hmm. And it's and like maybe they could have taken the same thing, but no, because it's the no, same everything matches. Everything. Yeah, literally everything. And this up. woman would have given birth in England, right? Yeah. Because the an, NHS is going to look different than. It's an, an identical photo that yeah. she had reposted. And then there was another Amber Filler up picture 
of like them holding the baby's face in her hand and stuff. Uh-huh. That's but right. It was just taken from Amber Phillips Instagram. And it's they, Freddie though. Like it's a different baby. Yeah, it's a different baby, but they yeah. put it on this Amber Phillips photo. Which is like None if you're gonna it do it, sense. why take a photo of an influencer so popular? Yeah. Get any other blonde pretty woman and take her photos. I don't get it. So this is truly the most confusing one to me. And of everything that we just mentioned, other than the Tom Cruise conspiracy, the most true to me. Yeah, because it makes I mean it doesn't make sense, but it's like it's just photo like are there videos of the baby like i don't know and people say like oh it was it's to respect the privacy like they know oh. they have to give fans something so they're giving them fake stuff now i'm looking at his instagram and i'm like i don't see does he mention the baby at all on the kids. instagram I'm scrolling and scrolling i don't see any kid on here what happened with it like they're not together or anything they weren't even together when the baby was born it was like a that's right that's right and then like the car seat there was something about them like they carrying the car seat yeah, but like the car seat didn't actually have a baby in it. Like yeah, the way which that is they super were like, easy to fake. They, could they were like flinging it. the car seat around oh a little bit gosh. or something. But what what is the point? Like they're covering. Oh, because the cover up. I got it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but even that, I'm rumors. like. Okay, here, how about this one? Here's a picture from 2016. So that's a long time ago where he's like holding hands with the baby. But no faces or anything. Yeah. Which again, privacy. And I... Again, I say this every podcast when something like this pops up. Maybe it says something bad about me that we have to mention this every (laughs) podcast, but like, I am not a gay person. I have never had to come out. Oh, I was like, oh yeah, we know that. (laughs) Got it. it. I've never had to come out. I've never had to deal with that turmoil in my life. But I feel like if the world found out that Harry Styles and Louie were in a relationship, Everyone would have embraced it. I don't know. 2016? Yeah. Right? I feel like even that would have been okay. But again, not, yeah, not a, not an expert. Yeah, like, I mean, not don't want to force anybody to come out or anything if no. they don't want to. But it's, it I mean, seems Harry's weird to, fluid and now, Harry, but it's, it's. Yeah, like Harry is like non-conforming sexually. I think that that's what he calls, like, that's what he's like labeled himself as. I just, I feel like I mean, creating it's kind of the a fake sad child. One. Yeah, that's really sad. That seems like a an extra step. Like, just Very get a extreme. fake girlfriend or something. True. Which, but like, then yeah, also, why don't they just say he's actually dating this girl? Yeah, why but then don't take screenshots off of. Yeah, that's weird. I. There's so many things here where it's like, really, if they were trying to do this, why'd they do it this way? Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway. If anybody has any conspiracy theories that you think that we missed, please let me know. And then I'll drag Meredith back here by the teeth and make her talk <laughs> sit, about this some more. Sit here and go, wait, what? I've never heard of that. What? Google I've it. Never, I've, I've know never anything. seen a movie before. <laughs> I'm not allowed out of my house. Um, I know. Anyway, Meredith, is there anything else that we need to chat about today? I thought- just wanna chat. I just want to chat. I thought that it'd be fun to do a little mm. segment. Oh, I wanted yes. to title it. Convince me. This is going to yeah. be a new thing that I'll do when I have people that I actually know and love on the podcast. <laughs> I'm starting it. Which, yeah, you're the yes. inaugural convince me contestant. Okay. Meredith I and I something are, are very close. 
But we are. I'm way older than her, by the way. She's like, why do you not know anything? Meredith like is 33. ancient, and I'm, I'm not old, you. but Mary's very young. No, I'm both 26. of us are. We're both oh. very normal ages. We just happen to be what eight years apart. I can rent a car anywhere I want to. I can rent a car. I have. I'm a mother of three children. I've been married Same. for six years on Saturday. Isn't that crazy? I'm coming up on 15 next in May. Ooh, oh, it's Saturday. That means everybody's yeah. anniversary is coming up. I feel like when your picture comes up, my Instagram's just like, oh, and I got married today too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a good day. It's August good day. 15th is kind of like the day before most like schools start, yeah. you know? That is a good day. Though. It's, it's a big day for weddings. Um, Do you want me to start or would you like to start? I would like you to start. But okay. in this segment, Meredith and I love each other, but we do Our not Our Venn see- diagram is not- you know, there are very little things that we both like <laughs> in the middle, Yeah, <laughs> very little things that we both like. So I thought that she can take this time to try to convince me just for two minutes. Yeah. Or even I do have to take my daughter to gymnastics. I realized at some point <laughs> to <laughs> we'll do this, convince me to watch something or listen to something. Meredith, you have the floor. Okay. I, you're not into survivor, correct? I'm not into survivor. No. Are you opposed or have you never? Not, I'm not opposed. I just haven't jumped in. Okay. Survivor is the thing that I picked. So it's like, what do I even care about? It's Survivor. I will admit, I am one of those people that I heard people say, oh my gosh, season 40. I can't believe it. And I was like, season 40, that show is still on with the crap. And then like everybody else, except you last fall, Netflix drops two seasons. And my husband and I watch and we're like, oh yeah, we are back. Cause I used to watch it way back when it was new. I mean, it came out in like 2001. But then I stopped. It's just, it's great. It has everything. It's funny. Great host. Jeff Probst is a national treasure. Great location. I mean, there's not a ton of romance if that's what you're into, but uh, it's just, it's the greatest. And the thing is there's so much content. So like you've got 20 years of stuff to catch up on if you're like, I need something to watch. And I will say there's some seasons in the twenties that aren't great, but also you can deep dive on Reddit for hours. It's just so good talk about conspiracy theories (laughs) there's some weird stuff going on it's a really really great show I will say I get um like TikTok videos all the time about Survivor whenever you send them to me I'm like yes I could look myself I guess but again old I don't really it does seem compelling but that does segue me to I'm first of all maybe maybe I will the thing I want to convince you about is to get a can I just say account I still feel bad about this one thing. Casey Musgrave. Musgrove? Musgrove. It, it was sad. It I was... just feel bad that I was like, I don't like it. Like, what a bitch. <laughs> there... I at least say I did like some of it. Was I there was a, a time <laughs> where it was all I listened to and all I would ever talk to about with people. You know how I am about like Bo Burnham inside right now? Where I'm like, oh, everyone yeah. needs to listen to this. This is yeah, the greatest yeah. piece of art ever. Which I appreciate. Like, you loved it. And then I was just like, I listened to it and I thought it was stupid. Like, what is wrong so- with when I was thinking about what I can convince you about. Yeah. I thought about Taylor Swift for a minute, but I've been trying for the last four years. It's never going to happen. I tried when we went to Salvation Mountain. I tried. I tried. And I was like, see, I'm but that was like 1989. Like, I you know I, that one really is. Where do you rank that one? Cause I'm like, I don't think that's a good one, but everyone else seems to. Yeah. It's, that's not my favorite. Okay. It has wildest dreams, but not my favorite. Um, and then I thought for a second to convince you on Twilight because Meredith- I mean, I lived through it. She, I know she won't it. even watch it ironically. And it's so I have. good. I, my favorite You've watched all do. of them? You've watched all of them? I have. Yeah, with Gordy. I mean, that's my favorite thing to do, to watch terrible movies. And let's be honest, they're not good movies. And talk about them, like make fun of them. Like my favorite movie is The Circle, which is the worst movie besides maybe- That is, that is a horrible movie. that one, movie. The Room or- 
Oh, the one. I can't remember. I the one that's like, you're killing me, whatever. Yeah, but that, that one's like a bad, funny movie. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have seen all of Twilight, like, but I, I would never watch them again unless I could like talk about them with somebody and make fun of them, you know, anyway. So I wasn't going to do Twilight. Yeah. I'm here to convince you to get a TikTok account. I, well, to I have a watch. Not, not a work one. I'm talking about. <laughs> I have my own, this, but I haven't. I need to. I need to have my own so that my for you page is less periods and that's more the thing. Videos. I want. <laughs> I want you and everybody listening here to dispel the notion that TikTok is for teenagers. No, it's that's not. for anybody. It I is mean, so funny. There are corners of it that are definitely. I'll Add tell you who your... I love. I'll tell you who I love on TikTok. You keep talking. Jane Wickman is that her name? Okay, I never know anybody's names on there, but I should. That's the problem. I'll be like, oh, I love that. And then it's gone forever. There is a problem with TikTok. First of all, everybody should have one. Add it to your social media routine. I know that you don't think that you need any more. Cut down on your Instagram time. The content on Instagram is on TikTok is better. It's just better. It's funnier. People are more real on there. Like the angles at which people film their faces on is so refreshing on TikTok. It's so funny. Everything's always constantly a delight on oh. there. Sorry, Jane Wickline. She's so funny. She reminds me of my friend growing up. She's just like a very dry um, comedian. And I don't know how they recommended it to her on my work account, but I was like, this is funny. I need to go. Like, I have faith that it's got great stuff, but I also just like, it gives me, um, I don't want to say anxiety. It makes me feel frenzied, like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I don't love the feeling of like, I can't stop, you know? But I I have that problem with YouTube as well. I do understand that. I think it's definitely like more enjoyable than scrolling through Facebook, more oh, yeah. enjoyable than scrolling through Instagram. Cause you're, you're going gonna to get like, good stuff. Like, and mostly it's, it's so easy Facebook. to train. So on TikTok, kind of the beauty of like their design, how do they know if you like it, you watch a video all the way through. Cause I don't yeah, so like, if you're stuff. like watching anything, I think once it kind of gets past a certain runtime, then it realizes that you like this kind okay. of content and it catches on so quickly. It's scary, but your for yeah. you page is just curated and yeah, you can follow people, but like, you don't need to follow people. Like I never go I over to my phone. Why people do. I don't think people ever really follow anybody. I why and I don't think it, it means anything, but it curates really fast, but kind of the beauty of their design. I mean, it's beneficial for them, but on TikTok, in order to see anything ever again, ever, you have to yeah. favorite it. Like oh, is that if, what it is versus liking? Yeah, like if you watch a video and then you scroll on, you're never going to see that video ever again. Yeah. It's, it's gone. I'll even like close It's out impossible to search. and Text and it's gone. Yeah. It's impossible to search. That's my main beef. It takes over your whole screen. You can't minimize. And I'm like, but then I can't. I'll lose. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they did just give us the feature to like scan through videos. Because before, like, if you would watch something and you, like, didn't catch what they said for a second, you had to, like, watch the whole thing over again. Oh, yeah, again. yeah. Now you can, yeah. Now right. you can scan, and that's really helpful. So, anyway, so the thing I wanted to convince you is to get a TikTok account. And I want everyone to get a TikTok account. Everyone get a TikTok. I'm trying to figure out. How- oh, I see. Add to favorites. Okay. Because you have to click the thing. It doesn't, like, give you the option. Just the heart. Account. You just have to click the heart. Oh, that's not just a like. That's a favorite. Well, it's, like. Because on mine, I have like a little bookmark, but it's only if I click the arrow that gives me more. Oh yeah. I think that's like saving or something, but yeah, if you just like like it with your heart, then it's enough to, that's the only way that you'll ever find anything ever again. Yeah. It's funny how people can blow up. So like, how does anyone find you again? My, um, like liked videos on TikTok are so chaotic because at night 
like I'll be like laying down, I'll be like, Alex, TikTok power hour. Let's like watch TikTok together and laugh. And then um, you know, there I'll come across a lot of things I don't want him to actually see just because oh, yeah. I know that he won't like it. So then I like I like them and then I'm like, my like page looks very chaotic. But anyway, I'm gonna let Meredith go at this point because I've kept her for too long. But Meredith, where can everybody okay. find you on the internet? Because they all fell in love with you. I know that they did. Do you know? My Instagram is not interesting. It's just been months of me being like, will school ever open again? Hopefully. It's supposed to open Wednesday. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but I am at Bloody Buddy all the time. And that's where I do my most talking and stuff. So if you ever want to talk about Survivor, seriously, send something on Bloody Buddy. Because I will gladly fill that <laughs> time. Okay. Well, Meredith, thank you so much for coming on today. And I will close this out in a different clip. But I will say goodbye to us now. I'm taking a picture for our Instagram page, which I'm trying to make into a thing. And that's great. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Bye. All right. Hello. Now it's uh, just me. We said goodbye to Meredith. Are you sad about that? I'm sad. I wish that Meredith was still here. I think I kept her a little bit too long because she had to like go run and take her daughter to gymnastics. So if like that, you know, conversation seemed like it ended a little abruptly, it's because of the the gymnastics of it all. Um, Anyway, I'm so grateful for Meredith for coming on and just for Meredith in general. She's a great hang. She made like a self-deprecating comment about how her Instagram isn't fun to follow, like only her bloody buddy one is. But I mean, go follow the Meredith Tut account as well because I think she's funny and I think she's great. Anyway, thank you, Meredith, for coming on. There are just a few things that I wanted to talk about really fast. One of them is like a one-two punch. I'm recording this at 11.50 p.m., um, you might be able to like hear it in my voice. I just like ran downstairs, like shoved a brownie down my throat as I said hi to my husband after coming home from watching the Bachelorette finale. I like ran in, hi Alex, grabbed a brownie, ate it, came up here, you know, as one is one to do, uh, as any podcast host is, uh, you know, supposed to do. But these two things I need to talk about kind of go hand in hand. Number one is I came back from the Bachelorette finale, and I'll get to the finale in a second, but I just listened to this amazing mashup of Traitor and Dear John by Taylor Swift. Traitor by Olivia Rodrigo, Traitor by Taylor Swift, or Dear John by Taylor Swift. I'm sure you're all familiar with both of those songs. If you're not, what are you doing here? Anyway, um... And I wasn't even planning on talking about it, but I heard about it on a TikTok, decided to look it up and listen to it on the drive home. And again, it's dark out. It's very late at night. I truly was transported back to any high school or like, I call them my college days, even though I didn't really go to college. Like I lived in Provo, like I lived in student college housing, but I didn't go to college, but, or like in my college days, you know? I was transported back to that time listening to this remix mashup. I'm making it sound very lame. It is the most emotional piece of music that you'll listen to. The most emotional four minutes that you'll be able to find on YouTube. I will post it in the story notes. I think I'm going to do like a link tree. Those are probably like very like dorky and outdated. But until I get that swipe up, until I get to 10K, which probably, you know, is a little far off. You may know that I uh, gave away a Stanley Cup this last week. And thanks to my friend Lily, who, like, helped share it, I 
gathered about like 700 followers, which how cool, how fun. And then I announced the winner this morning. Congratulations to the winner. And then abruptly, like the the seas parted and the followers ran out, which I was expecting, you know, people were there for a Stanley Cup and not for my uh, endless Instagram stories. But what what was I even trying to say there? Oh, yeah. Swipe up. The swipe up feature is probably a little ways away. But needless to say, I'll make some kind of link tree thing. I'll put it in the story notes tomorrow and I will share this piece of music with you because let me find let me find the name of it real quick. It is Dear Trader um, made by inanimate mashups on YouTube. The most emotional four minutes that you'll find on YouTube. I used to think that the most emotional four minutes on YouTube was a uh, Celine Dion singing about the Hurricane Katrina victims back in the day. That's a video that I watched and kind of giggle at, even though it's emotional. I used to think that that was the most emotional four minutes. No, it's this Trader versus Dear John mashup. Anyway, it's a great, great thing to listen to. I recommend it highly. And then that brings me to my second conversation topic. It's just a Bachelor finale. You know, this is no longer a Bachelor recap podcast. For those new to the pod, it used to be a Bachelor recap pod- podcast and then I stopped watching it. But my girlfriends, that makes me sound like I'm 50. My girlfriends uh, love watching The Bachelor and I love hanging out with them. So I still have been going, you know, from time to time. But I watched the finale tonight. And a couple things came to my mind. First of all, how did Caitlin and Taisha do as hosts? I think they did their best. I think having two hosts is weird. I think that that's... I think having two hosts is automatically something that's not going to feel very natural or feel great, you know? They tried to do it the first season of American Idol. It did not work. And it didn't really quite work here, but I don't know which one of them I would cut. Because I think that they were trying their bests. And I do kind of like having the insider in there. And I would definitely prefer both of them to, like, Becca Kufrin. I did think that JoJo would have been the right woman for the job. Even if they would have brought JoJo and Jordan in, I think that would have been a really interesting dynamic. Like, I think Jordan could have talked to the guys and JoJo could have talked to Katie. That would have been really interesting. And that would probably be, like, the only two-person combo that I would have enjoyed. But (sighs) the look that we saw in Caitlyn tonight, I mean, I don't want to tear a woman down. But the styling on the season across the board, even Taisha, and I think that Taisha is like such like a fashionista, like clothes just look so amazing on her and she could hardly like do any wrong. There were a few times where she did wrong, especially tonight in like the, the proposal scene outfit, whatever that like weird backless tuxedo thing was. If you didn't watch the show, you're probably thinking that you heard me incorrectly, like back backless tuxedo, it was a backless female tuxedo with chains on the back um it was not good but caitlin bristow on the finale looked like regina george at the spring fling she was wearing like that little pink dress and then it looked like she had like black bra straps hanging out of it but i think that those were straps that were attached to the dress the earrings that she was wearing looked like they were from windsor like i'm pretty sure i wore them to winter ball in like 2010 the whole look as a whole and then People are allowed to do whatever they want to their body. I don't care, but 
the the work that she's having done on her face is um you know it's not a choice that I would make but then again I'm afraid of needles so who who knows who knows right anyway the finale I just don't know what to think anymore I was surprised how emotionally moved I was by the proposal at the end this was the first season in a very long time where I hadn't been spoiled until like the last like 40 minutes of the episode. Like I opened up Instagram and then that that's my own dumb fault for like going on social media during the finale of a big show. But it was spoiled for me then. And I was like, dang it, this is the first time that I haven't been spoiled in so long. Anyway, I was surprised by how much I bought into the Blake and Katie engagement. And I think if they play their cards right, I think if they play their cards right, if they move up to Canada, Niagara Falls, wherever they're kind of planning on moving... If they get away from the bachelor machine and they just move somewhere and just make their sponsored content. I'm not saying that they have to get off the internet. I'm not saying saying that they like shouldn't be, you know, chasing that affiliate money. But I am saying that their chances of survival will be greater if they kind of go like a Jade and Tanner route and like move to Kansas, Kansas somewhere or something. I think that they have a shot, you know, but I was surprised by how moved I was. But. The Greg and Katie thing at the end. What a weird note to end it on. And I know that we technically did end it on her and Blake and they had the slow dance and all that. It just, I feel like Katie watched online for the last week how people reacted to the Greg thing and then realized what she could say and like how she should be reacting reacting based on the public. And we got to say this. We got to say this. Gaslighting is real. Gaslighting is a real thing. But we got to learn a different word. We all collectively as a society, I think, figured out what gaslighting may- means like a year and a half ago. And it's been a word thrown around a lot. And it's like, well, and it's kind of like one of those words where if you say that somebody gaslit you, you're, you kind of can't like fight back from it. Like you can't fight back or else you are gaslighting. And you know, like, of course, like, see, there you go again. You know, like there's kind of no real defense against somebody saying that you are gaslighting them. But it's time for us to find a different word. Because Caitlin or whatever the other, Katie, Katie was like, he gaslit me. He did this. He did this. He did this. And then Caitlin Bristow was like, whoa, that's very serious. Can you describe what gaslighting means? And it's just like, is it necessary? Is it necessary? Do we need it? The answer is, I don't think so. I don't think that we needed them to have their moment together. I think that they are, you know, engaged. She's engaged to somebody else. We didn't need an angry you know, conversation. And it was like the most uncomfortable, unsuccessful bachelor audition that I think I've ever seen in my life. He waited a little bit too long. He couldn't quite go into bachelor in paradise. He's definitely, he definitely still wants to be in the realm, the bachelor realm. There's all this news coming out that he's like with Bree, but then Bree's mom said no, which I guess we're listening to Bree's mom now. I don't know, guys. Every time I hop into the bachelor franchise, I'm like, do I like it here? I don't know. But I am excited for Bachelor in Paradise. That preview looked dope. It looked very good. It looked like chaotic television. And that's what I need. Earlier this week, 
I mentioned this earlier, but I asked for things to watch kind of passively. And a lot of people said Love Island. And I'm intrigued by Love Island. My best friends love Love Island. They talk about it often. But it just it seems like such an investment of time. There's so many dang episodes. I only have the Hulu version with ads. So like if I were to watch it with ads, I would take a very long time. Or maybe it's on like Peacock or something. I can't remember. Paramount? I don't know. I just don't, I can't hop in. But I think that Bachelor in Paradise will really fulfill the trashy hole in my life. And in my heart. And I need it. Um, so I'm very excited for Bachelor in, Par- Par- Bachelor in Paradise to uh, begin again. Okay, and then the last thing that I wanted to chat about today, I um, posed this question on my Instagram because I have lately been thinking that the content that I'm seeing on Instagram, as I said before earlier, I'm like much preferring TikTok to anything just because I feel like there's no games on there. It's just good content. It's funny. It's whatever. And Instagram is making creators play such like a game. Like, I mean, even I made a reel this week. And then like while I was making the reel, I'm like, why am I doing this? But I had like just gotten all the followers from the Stanley thing. All the followers from the Stanley thing, you know, the the millions of people that came flocking. Um, and I wanted to like keep up the momentum. So I was like, I work in social media. I know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to make a reel right now. So I made a reel and it was mortifying. And I keep watching it and being like, is this going to follow me for forever? But anyway, Instagram has painted creators into this corner of you have to make this many reels. I saw like this graph that's like supposed to be like, this is everything that you're supposed to do to keep up engagement. And the, the answer is like five reels a week and like 20 stories a day. 80% of them interactive, blah, 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 blah. You got to show your face first. You got to have this many like static posts on your feed. And it's all just a game. And creators have to make a lot of content in order to keep up with what Instagram wants them to do. And thus we're getting not great content. And I was thinking all these people that I'm following don't, I don't know how much I'm enjoying everything anymore. So tonight I asked, who's everybody's favorite accounts on Instagram? And we're going to kind of go somewhere with this in future episodes. Because here's the deal. I want to, let me finish my my thought first. I asked everybody what their favorite non-hate follow accounts are. Because there's a lot of accounts that I follow where like, I'll even like some of it, but some of it I'm like following just because it's, you know, a little wild. Birdella mode. Um freckled fox uh many other people turtle creek lane um i follow to watch and then also like to watch you know what i mean so i asked today like who everybody's favorite accounts are um and i heard a lot of different accounts and i'll share them um just in case anybody else is like looking to spruce up their feed with good content and i do think i'm going to kind of take this in a direction because here's the deal i love being online it's so dorky to say that but like I really feel like I'm like invested in a lot of like influencers and stuff and there's no real place to kind of talk about the content without it being 
like a gomi offshoot like i don't want to be like girl gangs 774 whatever she is where she's just like taking down the people more power to her and stuff it's just not my game i don't want to be like another gomi page that's dark like i don't want to be like a reddit board that's dark not saying that i'm above it not saying that i like don't click on it all the time but you know it's 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 not me it's not what i want to provide here um because i'm so nice just kidding but I do want to kind of find some kind of happy medium where I can talk about these things that are happening online because, I mean, influencers are celebrities in their own right. And if you're consuming online content, then there's things to look at and talk about, etc. And I don't want to commentate in a way that's essentially like negative, but I do want to like report the news. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm going to take these accounts that people kind of submitted to me today and then I'm kind of have like something in the works um, where, where I mean it's really just kind of like reporting on notable people that I think people actually care about. Um, and yeah, I got a lot of good suggestions just kind of going down the line. A lot of Amber Filler Ups, which again, yes, Amber Filler Up, you know, is a is an angel on my feed. A lot of Tara Thuisons, Um, A lot of people gave a shout out to Lily, which obviously I love her too um the sister studio the food nanny daphne oz i've never heard of her ariel vandenberg that's the host of love island i believe but i know that she did like originate online she dated will arnett for a while and did she date nick kroll for some reason i think she dated nick kroll for a little bit good on her um yeah a lot of tara Thusons, a lot of lily b singers very nice love it um someone said my daughter uh, Maddie Nelson, is that, uh, is Maddie Nelson the girl from The Bachelor? Is that who, uh, Peter wanted? Danny Austin, I really like her. Um, Twist Me Pretty, what a story, but yes, she seems great. Um, Lauren Busby said, if my name isn't submitted at least five times, I'm done. And I'll do it right now. Lauren Busby, great follow. Um, Motivation Mindy, The Car Mom, or in honor of, of, design very gay paint um bay and bridges tastes lovely rosie be me um maddie gutierrez i did look at this maddie gutierrez page and i really liked her stuff um kate from the small things blog rambling redhead abby airs so there's a lot on here um and some people kind of noticeably missing but i shouldn't have even added that part because i was sassy but anyway I will be taking these names and I have something kind of up my sleeve where it's really just kind of like reporting, but I'm going to follow the accounts that people say that they care about and then I will keep an eye on them. All right. I'll keep an eye on them and then we'll talk about it in a constructive um, way that does not further harm society or our mental health on the internet. How does that sound? How does it sound? Anyway, I think that I'll leave you there. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. And if you want to find us on this Instagram page that I can't stop plugging, you can find us at, at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Or you can join our Facebook group and there's a lot of fun discussion in there. If you want your voice to be heard, just search I Just Want to Chat podcast. And you can find this podcast that you're now listening to. So I guess so that you know where to find it. I feel like I was just writing the description, but doing it audibly. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so if you're listening to this on Spotify and you're like, shoot, I hate this, go listen to it on Apple. And if you're listening to it on Apple, go shoot over to Spotify if you hate it. Anyway, 
Thank you so much for listening today. And thank you again to Meredith from Bloody Buddy for joining us on this conspiracy-filled, rambling-filmed, celebrities-not-showering-filled journey. Thank you. And good night.